0: Welcome to the first episode of the Aesthetic Mindsets podcast. I'm your host, Sean Fitzmaurice, and I'm an online coach. You can find me at Sean Fitzcoaching on all platforms. Today, I'm speaking to Valentina Leshy, who is a bikini athlete and an online coach. How are you doing today, Valentina?
1: Hello, I'm very well. And thank you for thank you for this opportunity to be the first guest in your podcast.
0: It's awesome, you. Could you share your journey into the world of bikini competitions and online coaching? What inspired you to pursue both of those parts.
1: Okay. So I think I want to start with my coach, Niall, first. So we've been working together nearly six years ago when I first moved to Ireland. And I literally just wanted to turn up and lose some weight. That was uh, very successful. Been with him for a while and then just quit and kept training myself. But nothing crazy. And then... In the meantime, obviously life has happened, work has happened, some of the life situations. I got sick and I kind of felt like I had no other options but just to try and get myself better with food, with supplements, like as much as I can. And that's that's how I got interested into nutrition and supplements. After that, when I got my surgery done, recovered, I gained some extra weight. I got back on nail again, asking for help again, just to tone up. And so like, when we when we finished that toning up and everything, I was like, I kind of want to set some new goal, something like that. So I decided to do a photo shoot also to see how my body will react with like a bit more aggressive dieting and obviously just to get some nice photos. Mm-hmm. I was absolutely nervous I couldn't relax. It was completely out of my comfort zone. Uh, but like once that was over, I was happy with how I looked. And on the day of my shoot, I actually asked Neil, how much bulk do you think I potentially need to get and like weight? Like how much weight would I need to get to potentially compete at the end of the year? And he just looked at me and said, well, just a little <laughs> And that was last December. I think it was 28th of December. So we actually went into a bulk phase until late April. And started prep then until... What? My first show was 17th of September. Uh Did you want to say something?
0: Oh, no. I just said amazing. (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I know. Like when when you told me a year ago that... I compete and actually like it, I wouldn't have believed you. I loaded the thought of competing. I never have a certain opinion like of others doing it. I just had no desire of doing it myself. And many people, including my coach, have told me I should do it, but I honestly didn't think I could take I could take being judged and putting myself out there like that and just the thought of standing on stage half naked was the last thing I wanted to do. I don't know online coaching wise, yes, I think I got into coaching because of my own past trials, traumas, issues, you name it. <laughs> and I've seen myself how much having a coach has helped me and I will be grateful for him for the rest of my life, really. And I'm like, I really had days where I had no hope, felt like things will never get better and having Niall in my life as a coach and as a friend has drastically changed me for the better so I want like I want it and I want to be that kind of person too I want to have a positive impact on someone else's life and help them because we all have struggles and we all need someone who will support us help us and guide us at the end of the day
0: exactly how did your family take you taking it to such an extreme type of diet and it's an extreme sport in a sense bodybuilding
1: well, let's say I didn't call, I didn't video call my mom and dad <laughs> when I was three weeks out.
0: Okay. You went dead face.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I had that kind of a pain on my forehead, which was popping out all the same. Obviously, when I decided to compete, I asked my mom if I can do it. <laughs> I don't know why, I, just, I felt that I need her approval. And she goes like, yes, as long as you're happy. I'm, I'm happy as well. Just mind your health. What she saw that I was genuinely happy for the first time, really. And that bodybuilding is like has completely changed me and uh, changed my behavior, changed my mindset. My dad, although he was not very, very, very supportive at the beginning, but at the end, he kind of softened up a bit. And as well, I'm doing that just for myself, not for anybody else. So- um, yeah. And like my sister was very supportive, my friends, guys in work, my boss was extremely supportive as well with all my days off, my gym time and all that. So, in overall people were supportive, yes.
0: It's good to have people like that around you to be honest because it can make or break.
1: Yeah, like it, it's not that you do really essentially need somebody else's support because at the end of the day it's your own journey, but it's always nice to have it. Definitely it's you against you at the end of the day really
0: yeah exactly has that changed your approach to training and nutrition and your mindset throughout doing the competing
1: that was kind of tough because honestly I haven't been taking any new clients since August because I didn't know what to expect from my prep how I will manage that and how I will feel obviously because it was the first time preparing for the show and I have as I said I have another full time job coaching is just on the side And I think now once I've been through that, more or less I know what to expect and I know how I would organize myself better in all aspects next time. And I just think you need to be structured, like plan your week ahead, especially when you work, when you have your cardio and weight sessions to be done. Sometimes you're doing cardio twice a day. so, And also you eventually do need to say no to some things, social events, neglect some people and stuff. And I think basically you just have to prioritize what's important to you at that st- like at that certain stage.
0: Exactly, you have to be selfish.
1: You you actually have yeah yeah. Even my sister said in one moment she goes like Tina, I can see that you have a selfish first time in your life. You care about yourself more and you put yourself first. And that actually felt like it felt great. <laughs> so yeah, it, it has it like it teaches you a lot
0: definitely, it's hard to get away from being someone who's say a a carer or overly caring, and then you forget about yourself. Yeah. That's definitely a good thing to learn throughout that process.
1: Yeah. Sometimes you do kind of forget about yourself and you just prioritize people you love. Of course. And especially when you are the oldest child, (laughs) you know, so you're kind of, (laughs) from from the very young age, you're forced to take care of somebody else.
0: Yeah. I understand. I understand that. I'm the, I'm the eldest in mind.
1: Yeah. Feel my pain.
0: I I do, to to a certain extent. My three sisters kind of took care of themselves, to be honest, because they were all there for each other. It was kind of handy that way. Then in terms of, like, balancing your competition prep with your coaching, what challenges did you face in that? I know you didn't take more clients on, but I'm sure it was tough coming up to the show especially.
1: Yeah, like, it was, I think the hardest part for me was... See, like some clients do complain about something. Some clients do struggle. Obviously we all do. And it's completely, it was completely normal for them to struggle as well. But then I was so sleep deprived. I was so hungry. I was so like, my brain wasn't working properly. And I was just thinking, oh my God, how you can't understand that? How you keep being so hungry. Like your calories are over 2,000 a day and you're still hungry and I'm starving here. <laughs> so I just kind of, I felt that I was missing like being a bit like sympathetic a bit more.
0: Empathy. Yeah. And, and patience too probably. When, when you As well. Brain fog. Yeah.
1: Oh my God. That was, yeah. In extreme levels. Yeah.
0: I can only imagine to be honest. I know during my photo shoot prep where it got fairly low, I could even feel it myself at that, that point where I was like, the patient just wasn't, wasn't there and it was a struggle at times to take into account how somebody else was feeling on those calories, but obviously that was their extreme and then I was at my own extreme. Because we
1: all have, we all do it.
0: We've all been to different points in our journey. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And we're, we're all in different stages and everything. So I, I just feel that I was missing just to be a bit more understanding. Yes.
0: And how did you mentally prepare to step on stage in terms of your confidence and was it forcing yourself to get there or...
1: Well, at the beginning, like with all the posing and everything, I was absolutely horrible. I was anxious being around a lot of people. I'm a person who still gets uh, gym anxiety and all that. Sure. So, stepping on the stage, like in heels, half take it was more challenging than all dieting and training, really. I started my posing six months before my first show. Good, well. Like I was annoyed, I couldn't relax. But as the time was passing, I was practicing a lot. I was visualizing myself stepping on stage. I was trying to perfect posing routine, practicing in front of my friends, my sister. And obviously how I was getting leaner, confidence just came. Mm -hmm. No, I was never 100% confident. But I think once you're happier and you love how you look, you are more confident too. And for my second show, I was definitely more confident than for my first one. I even tripped over slightly bit on the stage, but I, yes, it, it, I just, I was just way more confident. So it's really? just a lot of practice.
0: Definitely. It's probably overcoming the imposter syndrome of having never done it before
1: as well. Yeah.
0: yeah. And yeah, I can't imagine what it'd be like walking in heels, not to be honest. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it is. It is the people though, when you're nearly <laughs> 5'9".
0: A death trap on stage. like
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: Oh my God. Obviously nutrition is a crucial aspect of both competing and coaching. Can you share any of your favorite nutrition tips and strategies for success for our listeners? And I know you have an upcoming recipe book as well.
1: Oh yeah. Well, nutrition wise, what I always say, if you cannot control nutrition, like you won't be able to control anything else. I have I know that myself because I have tried that. It is hard sometimes I've been through all that disorder eating overeating, but basically bad relationship with food, and it's easy to say but hard to do sometimes, and that's why I always give some extra tip and small little changes to clients that they can make if they for some reason do get like sudden grievings and they feel like they might they might slip off the plan like tips boys. I was always like, what water intake, it does help with hunger. Like, put that Greek yogurt in, it, it's rich in protein, low in calories. Remove like sugary drinks because there's so many hidden calories there. Low calorie, this oil spray, liquid egg whites. All kind of them easy, like very rich in nutrition swaps, but kind of lowering calories. Labor they Yeah. If you have to your banana ones. Mm-hmm. what I always say to them as well, it's like always eat your greens first. Yeah. It's a good way to ensure that you eat your greens is to enjoy them as a starter. Mm-hmm. And by doing so, you'll most likely finish all of them when you're at your hungriest. And this may cause you to eat less of other, perhaps less healthy components of the meal later.
0: Probably get more fiber too. As well. So-
1: I also popped them to put like stevia instead of regular sugar. Okay. I've actually discovered so, so many tips and recipes while I was desperate during prep.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Find something that works.
1: Yeah, it it does though. It does though when you're desperate. So, oh my God, even even iceberg lettuce with cinnamon is great.
0: I won't try that myself, but I, I'd put something else into that. Yeah, just not cinnamon.
1: Okay. Like, and like zero ketchup or something.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> Go over six okay? ketchup just on that. This is the weirdest <laughs> combination of food ever. Swear to god.
1: I actually I've been told when I was having my cucumbers with stale and cinnamon that I don't find it weird though, but it was nice. You know, when that's the best thing you can get, it's fine. You yeah, just have I, to be grateful for that. I'm right?
0: <laughs> You'll take whatever you can. Yeah, when you try and curb the craving.
1: Yeah, because you once you come to the stage when you're tracking uh, tomato calories, you know that. Oh my god, it's bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. How low yeah. did you get, calorie-wise, then?
1: See, we were no, we didn't count my calories. Uh, like, my coach was always saying to me, "Okay, have 70 grams of chicken, 10 grams of chocolate or peanut butter, like." Because we were doing check-ins basically every two hours. Okay. And we were making changes all the time. Like when I was just two days out. But by my calculation, I think it was around 900. Wow. Yeah. yeah. barrels 900, that was lowest, yeah. It's
0: incredibly low. But look, it's what it takes to get to stage lean level.
1: Yeah, honestly, like that rice cake with 10 grams of chocolate heated up in the microwave. Oh my God. So nice.
0: I remember when I was living in Longford and I knew one of the lads who owned one of the gyms up there, he was going to compete and he had people coming in for a PT. And they were like, oh, you probably only have like 10, 15 pounds to lose. And by the time he got down to the show, I think he'd lost like over 25 kilos. (laughs) They were just like, what? What? They, They couldn't, they couldn't understand how lean you have to take it to get to that point compared to say a gen pop clients or you know a person that's just general fellows but they stage.
1: once you come to the stage like you can see changes literally from hour to hour like 5 a.m or 9 a.m is just like it's such a huge difference
0: yeah of course and then it's probably so easy to mess up the peak
1: yeah i i like i haven't tried that (laughs) okay I can say from my own personal experience, I like I was really happy with my first big week and my second big week and I think we have handled that really well.
0: Uh, I, you, sorry, didn't definitely if you won your first show as well. Yeah. Not an easy thing to achieve.
1: Yeah, but even like my coach was with me like texting and calling and everything 24-7. So really it was, it was easy. It really was easy, the hardest part, like the toughest part was just the rain was not working and that's it. But besides that, all the training and food at the end, it was fine.
0: Well, that's great. That's what, that's what you want in terms of your support. You know, yeah. Can you give us a sneak peek into anything that's going to be in the recipe book in terms of like where maybe what's your favorite recipe that you have in it? If you can think of one off the top of your head.
1: Oats, oats and more oats. <laughs>
0: I don't know, so I'll take any recipe. Everybody do
1: yeah. No, they will be basically very easy recipes, like 20 minutes of preparing max, because as much as I do love to cook and everything, I hate spending hours and hours in the kitchen. So they will be like, it's a sweets and everything, but like nothing with processed sugar and all that, except some biscuits cookie here and there. Okay. The, yeah, mostly old kind of eggs. What else I had? Turkey stir fry and things like that. Getting hungry now. <laughs> yep. But it's a little secret. Basically, it would be a very, very simple recipe book.
0: Any idea when you're planning on releasing it?
1: Well, the plan was January. But honestly, I'm busy now with work and... I was kind of. I just kind of feel better post show and everything now, so I'm really not putting any more pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. I was hoping for January, yeah, but I I might delay slightly a bit. Sure.
0: Oh, it's the busy time of year for people anyway.
1: Yeah. And I'd say people are in a rush.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably not a Christmas time, yet, to be honest. <laughs> no. The last thing that's on their mind, it'll probably be you know diet. how
1: to make oats for a hundred calories or something yeah. like that yeah exactly How <laughs> <That'll be> help <healthy.
0: laughs> showing like mince pies and sausage rolls into yeah. out instead I think that would be more along the lines can you share some of your own significant transformations or success stories from your own coaching this far or what lessons you've learned from those that may help someone else
1: I will share this one maybe because this one has really gotten into me it is about a young woman who has reached out because she had constant struggles with weight, like with weight drastically going up and then down. She was following a keto diet at the time, had as well as severe PCOS as myself. And she has been told by doctors that she should avoid carbs.
0: <laughs> okay. Anyone. So that's why she went to keto. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. So it was very challenging to convince someone, obviously, because I'm not a doctor myself, that they can be very wrong, that you actually do need carbs and that they actually don't directly mess with your PCOS. She was basically like, she was literally afraid to eat rice, potatoes, bread. She has been put on the pill. Yep. And Jesus, like, I couldn't relate more. So after three months of working together, her weight has gone up, but she has built a nice muscle tissue. She finally understood how she does need carbs to get stronger, to tone up and to actually keep that, not to go up and down with her weight all the time. And Mm -hmm. after, what was it? Four months? After four months, yes, we have gotten a period back and it has been like, her period was regular than like every 25, 30 days cycle each month, which is, which was an like, even bigger achievement because it means we have finally balanced the hormones out as well. Amazing. And that was crucial and more important. Like we have finally changed the mindset. Fear of food was gone. Period was back. And like, again, I say, everybody's different. Everyone have different struggles. And one size doesn't fit all. But I've learned that you can't always coach people by the books. But you need to listen to their problems, concerns. And try to help them to change their routine. Like mindset and behavior first. And then nutrition and training.
0: Definitely. I that, yeah. that's a foundation to it to be honest. There's like...
1: Yeah, so that was my favorite one so far.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely a tough one too. Yeah. Not, not an easy one to fix. But I suppose you had some of your own experience with that too which definitely helped
1: that's why like sometimes you can relate better when you have gone through something you know especially in in that in that way because it's it's not always how doctors say really yeah and again i'd say you do you're like you should try some stuff yourself because not something that works for me is doesn't mean that it's going to work for you
0: exactly yeah you really don't know
1: Yeah, and then like we did change mindset as well. That was very, it was challenging, Uh, but I'm really happy as how how we ended with that.
0: Definitely. It's amazing. Did you do anything in terms of trying to take care of your mental health and self-care in terms of using any practices coming up to the show?
1: So I actually, I was, I had planned to be listening to podcasts to do Meditation and to do yoga and all that. But once I have reached a certain level, I was like, oh my God, I can't focus on anything. I literally couldn't focus on any of them things. And I will just say the only thing that really has helped me was my time management. I'm all about time, all about routine, all about being organized and prepared. Like I have my routine set. So that I always set my time for training, my food is structured, so I have all meals set before my workouts. I always try to get my jobs done during the day, so evening is like a me time. And I'm trying to be so productive during the week that Sunday is always my day off or if I have something with clients. And that time I can kind of like unwind. And no, I'm not gonna lie during the prep, like your goals are set so high. And sometimes when the food is low, honestly, I wasn't thinking about self-care. I was just thinking how to push throughout the day and get jobs done. Yeah. This is maybe one small negative side of bodybuilding. Well, at least it was for me. Again, I'm speaking for myself. Because some days are just a bit harder. And again, if you've been through worst things, like worst things in life, this is nothing. It's hard, but enjoyable. Rewarding because your body is going through so much changes and you can see them day by day. Long story short, I'll be honest, sometimes there's no balance, but it's all about time management.
0: Definitely. Just taking the boxes. Are- yeah. 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 Now, what are your future goals and aspirations in terms of the bikini competitions moving forward?
1: So basically, I'm in my maintenance phase now until January, and then we are doing kind of a small tidy up mini cut. And then we're planning on going for a lean bulk before prep. And then I'm not sure what my coach will decide, so we'll probably start the same as last year prep in about April or May. And I'm planning to do shows in August, September or October, something around that same.
0: Are they through the PCA or?
1: Probably, yeah. We still haven't decided yet completely. But I do have shoe in mind.
0: How do you feel about going through that process again? Do you feel more confident now that you've been there already?
1: I can't wait. <laughs> no, honestly, I can't wait, you know, just to, obviously, to get leaner. She's so bold, But no, yeah, I can't wait. Even though I just, I enjoy this, this phase now as well, because I finally, I finally got my strength back. My training is really good. I really enjoy it. I hate cardio again. And
0: yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: once you start. Because in prep, I was I just couldn't do weights anymore, and I was enjoying cardio. I really did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I'm just like, oh my god, I just want to do weights, like two, two and a half hours. I don't want to do any cardio. <laughs> but sure, look, it it has to be done. Like that's a part of it as well.
0: Exactly. Do you listen to any resources like podcasts at the moment?
1: I actually don't. Honestly, I I don't. I was never really much of a podcast person. I kind of get bored. Like it it has to be something really really interesting to keep me entertained. Sure. I'd be more of an music and all that while I'm working or like while I'm working, walking or doing something. Fair.
0: Fair. Do you have any like mentors or anything like that that you would class as people that have you? I know your coach would definitely be one, I'm sure.
1: I would say again, my coach, he has the biggest impact because He kept telling me how none of this is hard. He was reminding me that like what I've been through before is much harder and that I'm capable of so much more. My mom, who has approved me competing, who pushed me to do better and who was always trying to teach me for years that I finally need to put myself first. Yeah, because I, I did say I have asked her. How her and dad would react to me showing my ass off naked body in front of everyone? I would say Anthony William, his his books or medical medium, how they how he calls himself, he has a, he had a huge impact as well at the very beginning, because I have read all of his books and followed a lot of his tips when I was sick, have learned a lot about supplements and food with his videos and books as well. So he's one of them, like having a really big impact on me, so I wouldn't be listening to his podcast, but I do watch a lot of his videos..
0: Okay. I would definitely have to check him out to be honest. yeah, I actually haven't heard of him myself.
1: Well, do you, I'll send you the link?
0: What's one piece of advice or a mantra you live by that you'd like to share with our listeners?
1: That's a template I'd say prioritize, set realistic expectations, don't expect miracles. It's always better to be surprised than disappointed. I like that. That, that, That's my, my life one. It's always better to be surprised than disappointed. I don't like being disappointed. So I'm just like always set realistic expectations.
0: Yeah. Well, you have to, I think that's the the main thing. Yeah. And we can get, or let our own minds get away from ourselves hoping we can achieve something in a very short space of time. Yeah. Really we need years or more to achieve
1: it. That's true. Well,
0: yeah. How can people find you if they want to come across your own stuff on social media?
1: What do they need to look for? So it is Coach Valentina or Valentina Leshy. And then there's a link in my bio for everything or they could just send a small DM or something. Perfect. I'd be always glad of help or just to have a chat or just share a random thoughts or something like that. Motivation too. Motivation too, yes. I don't think that I can motivate people with a lot of talking, but I can I can shout. That usually motivates people.
0: <laughs> yeah, just just look at her stories. That's all you'll see is just her shouting on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm just, I'm just very loud when I talk, so people get afraid sometimes now. But yeah, no, if somebody like, see, if somebody wants to be motivated or something, I always go, you need to be disciplined first and motivation will come afterwards. Nobody can really motivate you if you have no discipline and structure. I'm just very realistic now.
0: Another mantra there.
1: Yep. 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 (laughs) See, all, all the wise words now.
0: Open them out. Yeah. Very good all right well thank you very much for coming on the first episode of the podcast no
1: problem i hope we're gonna have a second one as well
0: we definitely will yeah 100%, 100%. Thank you,
1: though.
0: if you've made it this far, thank you please drop a follow to hear any upcoming episodes and with that said i hope you all have a great christmas and speak soon